0: Then
1: after the show, the, the party. Yeah. after the party the Hotel lobby. Yeah. Oh, you the lobby.
2: Take it to your room Welcome everybody to the After Party the Following podcast episode 510 of the Animatics Addicts podcast yeah. We're back We are back oh. to you know, chat with you a little bit for Maybe, you know, 30 I'm minutes or so Kind of let you in let you know what's been going on in our lives, what 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 we've been going, got going on, and I'm Mitsugi, of course, joined here by the usual crew. We got Mason, and we have Mandy. How are you guys doing?
1: Hello, hello. I'm doing Do well. it all right.
2: It finally, stopped snowing here in Denver. You know, they said on maybe Sunday night, Monday. Oh yeah, it's gonna snow one to three inches, and then. The reality of it is that it snowed close to a foot that day and then earlier today it snowed again and i think we got another two or two inches or so today so it's just wild like it was the weather here in denver is totally crazy I, I can't think of any place that has crazier weather than we than we do it literally was on saturday last week it was like 75 here and on sunday it punched down to like 28 and started snowing literally it goes from 75 to, 20, <laughs> to 28 and then i think it was wednesday morning it was all the way down i will when i woke up and got in my car it said zero so and i can only imagine that during the night it must have been in the negatives so like the, the and that wasn't even in the top 10 most extreme temperature swings that we've had here so the temperature can literally drop from like summer to just like frigid arctic within like the span of 10 hours and it's just wild i mean it's never
1: a dull moment Got to get all four seasons in one day.
2: In one day, yes.
1: In one day. Um, It's been a very mild winter over here. I mean, rainy, but still like high 30s, low 40s. At least that's what this upcoming week has in store. So not phenomenal weather, but as long as it's not biting cold, it's manageable.
2: Yeah, I think as my mom said, she was like, we didn't even have a winter and you know, she's in West Virginia near the near near Lake Erie and it gets pretty cold there you know and she was like we didn't even get a winter it's, it's a done deal and she's starting to get like her allergies and stuff and i guess winter's like we just they just skipped it <laughs> completely what lake lake Erie is she
1: by like in Erie. West Virginia
2: the panhandle of West Virginia if you look at the map it comes it comes from it comes like within like 2 or 3 hours of Lake Erie so
1: okay okay
2: yeah so way
0: weather has been awful really oh yeah Cincinnati weather right now has like been rain and then like it'll go from like 40 down to like 25 the next day <laughs> and then it'll be like snow and then it'll rain again it's just been kind of back and forth and it's pretty awful I hate the like cold rainy time
2: yeah well I've been loving the snow I mean it's it's a lot of fun my, my my little Kia. It has front-wheel drive, and it's it's a piece of crap car. You know, it it, it, towed, it did tow a motorcycle all the way to Denver, and I got mm. the motorcycle outside with a with a snow cover on it because I don't have a garage. And uh, you just put that put that baby in first gear at every red light. Every time you stop, you got to stick, stick that sucker into first gear,
1: and you just go real <laughs> slow. And you
2: know, it, it, it'll it'll get there. You know.
1: Mm. Do we want to switch to video so people? Oh, my bad. Can stick around on Twitch. Yeah, no yeah, worries.
2: <laughs> also, Cornelius, the cat mascot, is in the uh, animal hospital right now.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. What's not, going on? He's not
2: doing well. Well, the story is um, that I noticed that he hadn't been eating very well, and um, but I thought he was just being a stubborn little prick. So I was like, you know, well, okay, fine. You don't want to eat your dry food. But like you've been eating it for eight years. So, like, you know, I figured, oh, he just wants wet food or whatever. So, you know, he kind of... I probably let it go a little longer than I should have. But apparently, he had some messed up teeth. And then, unfortunately, cats are pretty fragile. So, when cats don't eat, Mm -hmm. they get liver problems. And so, um, most cats, if they don't eat for, like, two or three days, they can already start developing liver disease. Mostly, it's like starts out as, like, fatty liver And then, you know, the liver doesn't work properly, and then that causes other problems. So that's basically what he had going on. And, um, you know, they did some ultrasounds on him, which were ridiculously expensive. And then um, sent him home with some medicine. And, you know, I was trying to get him to eat, and he just not eating. And um, they, they came back, and I took him back, and they were like, well, you know, his teeth don't look real great. So they did, like an oral x-ray to see if he had anything really bad going on in there and he had a couple teeth that were pretty messed up so they um they did like they did like dental work they took some teeth out he had a teeth he had a tooth that was like reabsorbing or something so Mm. which sounds really bad so they took so they dealt with that i'm like well of course he's not eating his teeth hurt duh right so um so they took care of that he came back Meanwhile, this is like a cat that like normally is near near 20, nearly twenty pounds because he's a Maine Coon and he's down to like fifteen pounds. And um, yeah, and uh, I took him home and, I, and about a week passed and he just wasn't eating. And I'm like, well, I'm like, damn, like I expected that he'd be eating after his teeth healed a little bit. Well, that wasn't happening. So I'm like, well, and he's getting yellower, you know, he's jaundiced. And I'm like, well, you know. He's either I'm either going to let him die right here in my living room or he's going back to the vet and I'm like well you know he's stuck with me through a lot of tough times so I got to be there for him when he needs me so I took him back to the vet and um the vet was basically like uh she was like well she did she did a she did a chest x-ray cuz she you know, we had we had a Maine Coon die once from from cancer and the breast, and we had a Siberian cat die from the same thing, and I guess cancer in like the lungs is real common in cats. So she did a chest X ray, and he's got no cancer. He does have like a ton of poop in him, so he's like real constipated. Um, so she, oh, okay. so she kept him at the vet. She's he's at the vet right now and i'm talking to her and i'm like well i'm like what are my options here and she's like well at this point you know we've tried a lot of stuff you've you know we've done lots of medicines you know we've tried to fix various things and it's like she's like you got two options we can either put a feeding tube in him to um try to get him back to the point where he's eating on his own or we can put him down cuz he's getting real skinny he's not looking good yellow his ears are yellow he's got some yellow in his eyes his, his liver is just not working and um yeah right now he's got a feeding tube in him and i think the goal is that i see i thought like my my theory now is like oh well it's like same with thing with people it's like oh if you don't eat for you don't eat normally for like for like six weeks or something it might be hard to get started eating again you know i don't really i've never experienced that because i'm always eating you know but like um that's my theory and so i think that the point of the feeding tube is to like get the cat to start eating on its own again by get by like nursing it back nutritionally maybe the liver because the liver is so resilient can kind of like bounce back from almost anything and, um, but she says, you know, liver failure is a diagnosis, you know, and that does make sense to me. So right now he's got a feeding tube. I think the goal is that we're going to do the feeding tube for a while, see if we can get him eating again. Normally, maybe he bounces back. And if not, well, that, that'll probably be the end. Cause it's like, we've tried everything else. So, and, uh, and, um, I'm not really sure the vet doesn't, the vet always hesitates to kind of like give like her likelihood of success, you know, but, um, yeah. So right now he's got a feeding tube and he's kind of, he's kind of, you know, just has the run of the vet office, I guess, walking around doing whatever, but he's not that old. Like mancoons are bigger, so they don't live as long, but he's, he's only 11. So he's not like ancient. So I was kind of, I was kind of hoping I'd get like at least four more years out of him. So, um, we'll, uh, we'll see how, we'll see how it goes. So, and, uh,
1: sending good vibes your way. This sounds like a perfect episode for, uh, Mandy's show. Her proposed the vet show. Oh yeah, you know all, all that info could have been contained in there. That would have been insightful and interesting.
2: The, the vet's got a good sense of humor about it. She's like, she's like, I got to keep him here because he's so constipated. And he, and she's like, we're kind of, what did she say? Like we're gonna, we got to uncork the bottle or something. Or, or I was like, we got to wait for Mount for Mount Vesuvius to blow up. You know, because oh, no. I guess like once it goes, it's just gonna like go <laughs> you know yeah and i was like i was like oh well better off having you having you deal with that i guess or that's what that's how she put it she's like yeah it's not very sanitary so probably better off to have it have it happen here so i don't know so it's uh it's a big financial strain to be honest but it's if it, it, <laughs> oh i know that <laughs> if, if it works yeah i'm almost two thousand dollars in now if it if, if it were mm-hmm. if it works it'll be worth it and if it doesn't work, it'll suck twice as bad. But at least I tried, so that's kind of where we are. And uh, yeah, pretty much.
0: Yeah, I took care of a cat with diabetes for twelve years. That's how long he had the diabetes for. Damn. I think I had him for about thirteen or fourteen. I can't remember. He was he was getting up there, but um, yeah, it's it's difficult because yep. like when he. Shortly before he passed away, he did something similar. And, like, cats with diabetes, they almost always get really bad teeth. All his teeth fell out. He had no teeth left. Mm -hmm. So, like, he could only eat wet food. He couldn't eat dry food. And, um, yeah, he got to a point where he just wasn't eating. And I assumed that he just got tired of the food. Because he does. He used to do that all the time. He'd be like, I don't want beef anymore. I switch to chicken. And I don't want chicken anymore. I switch around to, like... Like turkey or something. And uh, for a while there, he stopped eating. And I was like, you know, I, I, yeah, I completely understand. It's kind it's really hard to know when there's something wrong with your pet because they try to hide it. Oh, yeah. Like they, they act fine, but yeah, yeah, it was really difficult. And then all of a sudden, he got to a point where he started having seizures. I was like, oh my God, I rushed him to the vet. And they're like, yeah, like his ketones, like he has ketones or like our levels are so high. And, they tried all they could, and man, I yeah. felt awful. I because for a while you feel like it's all your fault, but it's like there's really nothing you can do.
2: Yeah, I mean, cats are like sometimes. little they're like little aliens, you know? They're yeah. They're uh, my my tip off is always like if a cat is hiding, then I'm, I'm always like, oh, something's up, because like my I always think, oh, they they're like in their head, they're always like in the in the wild or something, and, and they don't want to look vulnerable to other animals. So like, I always think, of, oh, if, he's, if they're hiding, we we'd always have like. A dog or a cat would like hide in the closet or something, you know, like they don't want to be. Mm-hmm. We had a we had a German Shepherd take a huge bite out of a Shiba Inu once. Super gentle Shepherd, but that dog, that chief Shiba Inu was such a little bitch, and she would like bite his legs and do all this <laughs> shit to him. And one day he just like lost control and took one bite out of her, and he was like 140 pounds, and like oh my God. we found we we followed the trail of blood all the way to the closet, <laughs> and oh. the dog the little dog lived, but like you know almost didn't, but. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Sounds like he's doing okay at the vet's office, so. But um I don't know. We'll find out. That's so. good.
0: Hopefully he'll be all right. But oh yeah, vet bills are so expensive. Oh yeah. My cat passed away and I still had to pay $900 for that vet visit. Just wow. one day. Yeah. I was like, yeah. god. <laughs> My ferret, I had to rush him out two hours away to a hospital to give him a blood transfusion when he, had his, um, when he was first diagnosed with his adrenal gland disease because he lost like all the blood in his body. And oh so I God. rushed him and my other ferret so he could become the blood donor for my other ferret two hours away. That cost me $3,000. Oh, Jesus. But it was totally worth it because I love my boys and they're like my children. So
2: yeah, yeah. This vet, this vet that I am at says she takes care of more ferrets than anything. I was like, wow. I didn't think I wouldn't, didn't think that'd be the case. So was, I always assume it's yeah. cats and dogs, you know. But like, I guess there's a ton of ferrets out there. So
0: ferrets get all kinds of issues. Mm. Yeah, they're they're not a good pet to have if you're not ready for vet bills. <laughs> they okay. they a lot. It's very common. Adrenal gland disease is very common among them.
2: Gotcha. Maybe that's why there's so many ferrets in there. So. Hmm. I actually saw a ferret while I was in there I was like looking around a little ferret in his little ferret house eating, eating something so they're cute
0: <laughs> eating something that sounds like it could be anything <laughs> yeah, I don't know
2: what it was like some ferret food or something I'm not uh, sure. yeah.
0: my ferrets will eat anything they can get a hold of
2: <laughs> so and uh yeah, I tried to, feel Cornelia, I tried to feel, feed Cornelius chicken liver which you're not really supposed to give them a lot of that because it's got too much vitamin A in it but I was like I was like, I don't give a shit. Like, I'll try anything. So, like that—that that is some disgusting shit. That is like, you can buy like a, you can buy a container of chicken liver for like a dollar at the grocery store. I'm like, I know why. No, you've nobody never. Would you've never cooked shit. with some chicken
1: liver, dude. It
2: is, it
1: is nasty. I've tried it, even, even I, oh, in my quest God. for cheap ingredients, where it's like no. Dude, it's fucking nah. ridiculous. It's absolutely, just it's not that great.
2: I, I, I stuck it in my food processor. I was like, I, I was like, I'm gonna blickify this shit and mix it with this cat food a little bit, make it a little more appetizing. And it was like literally something out of the river of slime from Ghostbusters. I mean, it was just horrendous. Was I
1: like, like how you're like, like mix this? it mix it with this cat food to God. make it more satisfying. <laughs> it was just unbelievable. Unreal.
2: Did he eat it? Well, I mean, he ate a little bit of it, uh, a little bit of it, but he didn't seem all that all that excited. But he wasn't eating shit like he'd like get him to eat like half a slice of ham i'm like here's like black forest ham you gotta be five years ago you would have eaten the whole damn bag of it and then puked
1: and he's like you know <laughs>
2: he'll eat like a quarter of a slice and then he. an
1: american away. hero <laughs> <laughs> America. cornelius the ham <laughs>
2: that's the way yeah right exactly so yeah we'll see how it goes so i'm kind of i'm, I'm trying to be optimistic
0: It's that if he mean if he's running around the vet office, I guess sounds like he's doing better.
2: Well, he's like fairly normal. Like he'll he get up in bed with me and snuggle, climb up on my chest, do do things he normally does. He just doesn't eat. I'm like this cat is literally just gonna be be somewhat normal, but he's just gonna not eat and waste away until he disappears like nothing like like you know like something out of Junji Ito. So, (laughs) like we can't let that happen. You know he's you know he was a 20 pound sexy hunk at one point so. Gotta get him. Gotta try to get him back to sexy, hunkness. sexy hunkness.
1: is over here telling a story about his constipated cat climbing oh, yeah. up all over his chest and face, and all. I'm getting, I'm just thinking of Mandy's drop.
0: <laughs> hey, your cat just gonna shit on your face. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Just a Vesuvius up in there. <laughs> I gotta be. I gotta be quicker with the drops.
0: I'm gonna shit on your face. There you go.
1: Cornelius yeah, but I already ate this
2: shit burger. <laughs> we have <a> shit <laughs> We have so many shit drops. You don't like eating dog shit? <laughs> there's so many shit. Drops. Mason, you don't have one yet.
1: Thankfully, thankfully. Well, we
0: can do that right now. Go ahead, say something poop related.
1: There you go. Make it good. No pressure. No, no pressure. Oh, it, it, there's certainly no it pressure.
2: Ha, it has to come naturally. You know, you can't you can't force the poop. You know. Yeah, Exactly. To, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Don't strain Bite yourself. Bite down, too. give it
0: hell, Mason. All yeah, right,
2: on. we're going to get through this.
1: Force it out. That's a streaky situation.
2: Oh, my goodness. Yeah, on Tuesday, uh, he must have drank a lot of water because he's in my bed. You know, cats make that like you know, like they're going to puke. And I'm in bed. Uh, no, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe I'm in bed it. like like playing Mega Man X or some shit. And I'm like, he's sitting there getting ready to like just puke everywhere. And <laughs> I'm like, I'm like <laughs> nope. And I'm like, <laughs> nope. And it's it's that real low, it's like. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, my no, cat does no. that all the time. <sighs> I'm like, nope. I get mm-hmm. up, I grab him, I'm running into the living room and hold him there on, on the hardwood floor. Because I'm like, look, if you puke, you can puke anything you want on this hardwood floor. I'll just wipe it up. <laughs> mm-hmm. You are not puking in my bed. So he my... puked. Listen, he puked. Oh, like, go ahead, he sorry. puked like I've never seen an animal puke before. I mean, it was projectile. He puked a lake. I mean, it was about 20 inches in diameter in the floor. And I'm like, this cat just (laughs) rolled everything he had. Everything. He had puked all over himself, his paws, his his fluffy like like main coon mane. Like this is this is I was like first of all I thought if he had puked in the bed, I would have to probably like throw the mattress out. Because this is like an ocean. Second of all,
0: oh, tell me about it. Yeah, the, my biggest nightmare from being a cat owner was my last cat that passed away. He was not okay though. He was, he was a very sick cat towards the end. I mean, his diabetes got out of control. But uh, whew, one of my one of my biggest nightmares, he puked in the bed while I was sleeping. I was passed oh, the fuck out. He puked very close to my head, all over, and he just—it <laughs> wasn't like like a hairball it was like he everything in his stomach came out <laughs> because he always wanted to sleep next to me like he always had to curl up into me and he just woke up and went what <laughs> everything was all, I was like oh my god this is the worst nightmare I just got up and slept on the sofa
2: <laughs> this that cat tried to, assist, like, tried to assassinate you
0: He tried to assassinate me. Oh, I felt so bad for him because, like, I was, of course, upset. But I was like, I know he can't help it. He's not. He's not feeling well. But oh man, I just got up and I was like, I'll. uh, Like it's like 3 a.m. I'm just gonna sleep on the sofa.
2: The bed is the worst place to have anything like that happen. I mean,
0: yes. Mm -hmm.
2: There was one time. um, Cornelius is a pretty good cat. You know, he's. He's almost he was he's he's been almost perfect I'd say but like he has a giant litter box it's enormous and it, I got like 50 pounds of litter in it and um then the, because the litter box is so big sometimes I normally would only like clean it like once every 5 days or so cuz it's just giant I could literally like I could literally lay down inside of it um and uh, but there have been maybe two times or two or three times I'd say in his life where he just has like a, he has like a rebellion where he's like, I'm not gonna use this litter box; it's too dirty. And he just goes and he finds the closest, softest thing to, to pee on or whatever. One time it was the bed, and he went through the the mat, the blankets, the the comforters, the mattress topper, clear through the mattress. I'm like, damn, this guy had to pee <laughs> a lot. Damn. But yeah, that's that's never good. I still sold that
1: Cornelius, mattress. Cornelius, Cornelius and I were snuggle buddies when I came to visit. Oh, were you? Yeah. He's yeah. always like, "Hmm, who's the person that is the least interested in me? I shall, I shall smother him." I might be. vets
0: always do that. I might they, be. Better,
1: they, they just know.
2: I might be able to put some pictures up here from the vet's office on Twitch with his little feeding tube. He looks kind of cute. He's got like a little green little scarf on, where they're trying to like keep him from pulling it off. You know. Hmm. So let me see if I can find some pictures. Here. Where does
0: it connect? Like, is it like in his mouth, in es- his nose, or? Okay.
2: I haven't seen it yet in fairness, but I think it's, I think it's in his esophagus. So that way they can still eat. He can still eat, but, um, but like I, it can, it can be used to feed him, but he can still eat himself if he wants to. Cause I think that's ultimately the goal is like get the cat eating, eating on its own. Mm-hmm. So Interesting. Okay, here, we go. here we go. I got some pictures here. I'll put them up. I'll put them up on Twitch here. So in, in case anybody wants to see, so nothing gross. There's nothing gross in the picture. So. Yeah, it's been a struggle. I think I spent like half of Christmas trying to get him to eat. So there's a picture right there. Whoops, too big, way too big. Mm. There, there's a picture of him eating with his little scarf on. Oh. Yeah. His little scarf. Scarf's
0: almost demon slayerish.
2: <laughs> yeah. And there's a and there's in the bed. He's a little sick bed with his oh. IV, with his little IV. You can see his IV sticking out of him. Sticking out of the whatever, whatever. I guess I imagine it's his arm, and then here's he's, he's eating something in that picture.
0: At least he's still handsome. He's still
2: a very handsome. He's cat. still handsome. Yeah, he's just he's just a little yellow. Yeah, That
1: bed looks mad comfy.
2: Oh, you, do, do you mm. want me to? You want me to get you a bed like that, Mason? Okay. I
1: maybe a little bit bigger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so...
2: Yeah. Anyway, so that's my, that's, both. that's what's been going on. But I'm just glad he didn't have cancer because that would have been the end of it. Mm. Yeah. So, can't do much about that. I mean, you could try to save him, but, like, why put the cat through the torture? You know, like, no... Yeah. Cat doesn't want to have their friggin' chest cut open and have their cancer taken out of a lung or some shit. Just put the cat down at that point. Not, not worth it to them, probably. So. Feeding tube, apparently, not that bad. Like, they don't, it's not that bad of a, of a thing. But the, uh yeah what else is going on guys not
0: much my warcraft raid's still going strong did you beat that You beat it yet no we didn't beat it on normal we didn't even go back to attempt it again because we one shot everybody up to the final boss and we're like you know what let's just go into heroic so we just started heroic we're five bosses down in heroic so that's (laughs) what we're working on it's much tougher
2: how does that happen? Do you get to like start where you left off or when you or when you go to like beat boss number six, you have to fight off the first five again?
0: It, it resets weekly.
2: So every oh, okay. Tuesday it
0: resets, unless you do a raid lockout. If you do a lockout, then that means that um, when you go back in there with the same group, whoever ha- whoever made the lockout, you'll be right back where you left off. But you won't be able to get you know gear from all the previous bosses. So we don't usually do lockouts unless we're really pushing to finish like the final boss, because we still want to get gear from all the other ones up to that point. So like... You know, make it, make things easier. So,
1: but for example, I think if you like beat the first five and then lose on boss six, do you have to replay the first five?
0: Oh no 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 no. Okay no, no. okay no. That, yeah that's what. No, you mean like if you die on boss six, all the other ones respawn? No, yeah that no happen. you just
1: you get to you just <laughs> get to keep on ramming your head against six. Yeah that's no. <laughs> I think I think that's what he was asking.
0: No that would be crazy.
1: <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. That, yeah oh I got
0: a new bow. My bow is fucking fantastic.
1: Are you still like number two in the entire guild?
0: Mm, It depends.
1: I'm going to take that as a yes. Absolutely. They don't listen. They don't know any better. It
0: depends on the (laughs) rate. It depends on what's going on. (laughs) I, I did really well the last time. Yeah, last this week, I didn't do so hot. But that's because we had bosses that we were trying new stuff on. And I had different roles. And I didn't get to focus on the boss 100%. So...
1: And has know. any group beat that one boss on heroic nope. yet?
0: No, not heroic. Mythic.
1: Mythic, as far that's as what I know.
0: Is. Oh, wait, no. I think maybe someone did beat mythic, but it wasn't. Um, hmm. It wasn't the guild mythic, though. I can't remember who did it. I'm gonna look it up.
2: Um, but I think it hasn't beat. Did had, did has anybody beaten it yet?
1: That that's what she's checking now. Oh, sorry. I was just Somebody me,
2: somebody messaged me about their. We have, a, we have a listener in Japan right now and they keep asking me for advice. Um, uh, so I was playing D&D last night while Manny's looking that up and I need someone to help me feel better about this skill that a character has. And I was so just fucking frustrated last night. Um, Lay it on me. Lay it so on me. So there's a skill. This Rogue has a skill in some edition of D&D and I think it's called cunning ability. And like it just seems so okay. insanely broken. So like... There was a we, we went into a room in the Sunless Citadel that was that had like five undead skeletons in it. And we're only level two, right? And um, the rogue is just like a money grubber, so she runs way down the room <laughs> to this to the sarcophagus, way way overextends from the group, and these two skeletons pop up, right? And they're on either side of her, and she takes like she's got like thirteen health, and she takes out just a nine damage hit right off the bat from one of them, and. Wasn't able to kill either of them. And there were three other skeletons in there, and I couldn't disengage from the two that were near me because I'm going to get lit up. So I'm a fighter, and I'm trying to, like... You know, I mean, I killed two of the three that were near me, but I couldn't get to the rogue. And I'm like, well, this rogue's going to die, like, for sure, this next turn, because she's going to get hit for guaranteed. And there's this ability called, like... It's called, like, cunning ability. It has no usage limit... And it's like, you can disengage. She, like, disengaged and just ran through the whole room and, like, just escaped completely. And I'm like, how is it that you can just disengage unlimited amounts of times without any kind of, like, pen- attack of opportunity penalty and then just, like, run 60 feet and just be completely safe? And I was like, that move just seems so broken. Like, how are you ever going to die in combat? You could just disengage every single time you get in trouble and run away. And I don't know a whole lot about D&D because I'm, you know, I could still consider myself basically a newbie. But... Like I know, Mandy's not a newbie. Chibi Rob's not a newbie, and like the thief just or the rogue just has this move It just makes them seem like they can't be killed because anytime they're in trouble, they're just going to disengage and run run scot free out of the battlefield. What do you guess? What do you do? You get does does that does that ability ring? Uh, Chibi Chibi Rob's cunning... Is um chiming in here. Cunning action, bonus action to dash, disengage, or hide. Yeah, it's like I'm just going to take a bonus action. I'm just going to disengage and peace out. It just seems. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah. I don't know. It just seems like it's almost impossible to be killed. Am I is that am, am I missing something with the skill that maybe it's not quite as broken as it appears or is and I just don't understand or
0: I I was looking it up because I've never I've never played a rogue. I've always been a ranger so but it says you can take multiple dash actions as many times as many as you have available. Whether by your action, bonus action, action surge, action, hasted action, etc., it has the effect of increasing your available movement on that turn by an amount equal to your speed. So they stack. Um,
2: so it's like so it's like they can move sixty feet without disengage and move sixty feet. Like you, how do you ever die? That sounds what like. like a rogue to me. That's what I was wondering. You know, I mean, I don't know. But I thought maybe there was hmm. some penalty, something about it that wasn't so great that I was missing that made it like you know not seem as uh, good as it was. Shubirub says so you can use your action and your bonus action to to use disengage twice.
0: Right. So like you can't disengage and then attack. So you would for be forfeiting all damage that turn if you're trying to get away.
1: Right. It, as well, someone yeah. who has played the least amount of D and D out of every anyone here, my take on it is that yes it helps you get away but it doesn't ever solve the problem mm-hmm. well so,
2: i mean it did solve the problem though because like this rogue overextended it was, did something they shouldn't have and got into a situation where in my opinion they should have died because they got cleaved in half by this skeleton and then the next very next turn they would have been killed for sure and i'm like well you shouldn't have run into the room by yourself and got into this shit but it's like in the end, they just they, there's no consequences because they can just use this ability, disengage and run without taking any damage, like well out of the room, completely out of harm's way. And I'm like, well, like I don't know. It just didn't seem like like my my character has no such ability. Like if I if I'm down there getting my ass kicked, I'm not able to disengage and just take off and and, and run away. So you I was, probably have higher
0: survivability than that rogue, though. Well, I, like yeah, I, I, I mean, imagine that he probably got very lucky. He lived. Possibly,
2: yeah. possibly. Yeah, I mean, I have seven. I think I have seven more health and th- three more armor class, maybe. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, it's a l- I, a little. I'm am more, um, I'm more survivable, but, but um, I don't know. This is just an idea, just a thought. I was just curious because you guys know what you're doing mm-hmm. and I don't. So,
0: um, also, Warcraft it has been beat by mythic by on uh, mythic and two. Uh, the Ny'alotha raid. The first one was by Limit. They got first place. Second place was Method. Oh, so so it's, so two, it's, so it's done. Mm-hmm. It's two people have beat it. The other guilds are still working on it.
2: Are these they're like still
0: stuck on the last one? Are these like second to last? Are these
2: like raiding guilds that are like always in the, at the
1: top?
0: Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the other like the professional raiding guilds.
1: Gotcha. Did, did they use any tactics that were like, oh wow, why didn't we think of that? Or just their gear and their Teamwork were just um, next level enough. I haven't enough. seen
0: them, so I don't know yet. I, I didn't even know it was beat till just now. I haven't watched any of it. I know you can watch it follow along on Twitch, but I just haven't seen any.
2: Hmm. I guess
0: we'll find out soon.
2: So there you go. When these when these guilds like do they do these runs that are always first? Do they do they record them and put them online or anything?
0: Yeah, it's on Twitch. You can watch on Twitch and follow along.
2: So are you, are other guilds able to like? mimic what they did or is or is it or is there some kind of a skill or equipment um, advantage that they have that other guilds can't cut can't close the gap easily
1: you know what I mean is there an echo in
0: here (laughs) Mason literally just asked that question oh
1: did he Wow. (laughs) (laughs) I just didn't ask it as eloquently no worries
0: (laughs) but yeah like there's always going to be a skill factor in there where I mean it's possible that everybody in that raid is going to be just a vastly more experienced player than like us like we probably couldn't mimic the exact same strategies because we're just not on the same level but they probably will have some kind of like guide up those like this is probably the best way to do this so you could try it out for yourselves
1: you mean everybody I was going to say everyone on your guild isn't a full time like wow player who's getting paid to professionally (laughs) uh, slam their head against this wall
0: I wish I wish you were getting paid for it that's fun no, that's um, fun
2: that's fun though you have a guild of people that you're familiar with and you always and you're you're in the same groups and you work together and you're always and mm-hmm. your friends that's fun That like that's it.
0: always how it goes we all watch like a strategy and then we figure out what things that work and things that don't work and we try to workshop it and try to come up with our own way of like what is going to make it easier for some players because some players struggle with things that other players do not so you have to work on it
2: gotcha well, I wonder I wonder now that two people beat it if it's going to be like a ton of people that are able to complete it. You know what I mean? I don't
0: know. The third place is still stuck on boss 11 out of 12. So, I don't know.
2: 12 bosses.
1: That's so one many. One bunch I mean. of scrubs. <laughs> yeah, we've five down on
0: heroic. <laughs> heroic, we only have 5 down, so it's, it's
2: rough. So, if you beat that, if you beat all 12 of them on heroic, are you getting some like epic ass equipment?
0: I mean, yeah, it'll be higher level and uh, different, slightly different appearance than what you would get on normal, so.
2: How do guilds decide who gets to keep the loot? Do you just do it until everyone's satisfied, or do you
0: draw straws, or you roll for it? Mm -hmm. But I mean, like, the same pieces, everybody has, like, private gear now. In Warcraft, it used to be rolls, where, like, the raid leader would get all the gear, and then be like, oh, a roll, and whoever gets the highest roll, you pass it. Warcraft has changed since then. So now everybody has private gear. So it will roll it for every single person. So two people could get the same piece. Like one person get a trinket and the other person can get the same trinket, I think. That's how it works now. Gotcha. But um yeah, and then sometimes you can get like Artifact power for like to boost up your necklace. And you can also get re-roll tokens now where you could spend six thousand gold weekly to get two re-roll tokens. So if a boss doesn't drop the piece that you want, then you can re-roll for it and see if you can get it, you know, the next time. Or and you mm. know, see if you can get it again, but it doesn't always work. Sometimes you just get more artifact power.
2: Gotcha. <laughs>
0: Speaking from experience. <laughs> So yeah, no. it's, it's easier now where you're not, everyone's not fighting for the same piece. That used to be a nightmare where it's like, oh, a hunter can use, like, back then, they, they took this away, but we used to have, like, a stat stick, of, like, where you can, like, equip a sword or a dagger or something, just... it doesn't really do anything because we're ranged class but it would like it was just part of our equipment and it would boost our stats so it's like you'd have like a hunter rolling on stuff that like a warrior and a rogue or like other classes need it and we're like now i'm a hunter i need this thankfully that has gone away since then
2: i wonder if i'll ever get really invested into a mmo again um i mean it's obviously too late for like wow or even Final Fantasy 14 really at this point because i'm just I've been in and out of it for too, you know, too much. But I wonder if I ever get like, if an, if an MMO, if an, if an MMO will ever come out, and I'll be like, damn, I gotta play this, and then I get really sucked into it, and it becomes like the big thing. So um,
0: I don't recommend it.
2: <laughs>
1: well,
0: it's a time waste.
1: Yeah, yeah. I felt immersed enough playing or watching you play it that once, and I'm like, I'm good, I'm good.
2: All right, well, why don't we call it here, guys? We can go get our grocery shopping done and our dinners. So
1: sounds good to me. Sounds good to me. We had, we, uh, we yeah, had, and we send had. in, send in good mojo, good vibes over to the boy. Hopefully, he feels better. A little silver, yeah. little silver
2: boy. Yeah, I think he'll come home tomorrow night. Hopefully, so I'll have to. That's good. Although I read the di- the directions on the feeding tube didn't seem that hard. Pretty easy. So good. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Um well after anime oscars and we'll probably be talking about that more afterwards uh we'll see you then bye-bye have a good Bye one guys. Bye. Bye.